Are there things in life that scare you a little? But excite you a lot? Let's go! Are you chasing those things? Or are you letting fear dictate your life? If you're ready to break free from that cage of fear and to live an abundantly happy life, then you're in the right place. I guarantee you, you will be happier for seeking what sets your soul on fire. Join Lindsay Hanlon as we explore paths, passions, and purpose that guides us towards our best selves. This is the Winging and Rise Up Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Wing It Rise Up. I am really, really excited today because I have Alicia Citra with me, and she is the host of the Corporate Dropout Podcast. And we met through social media and a network marketing company, which we both always will say we are super grateful for. And she is seriously so inspiring. And if you know her and you follow her, you know what I'm talking about, but she follows her gut like no other. She just goes after what she wants in life. And that is something that everyone of my listeners knows I can get behind. So before we get started, I want to give her time to introduce herself because she is doing so many things these days that are super inspiring. And I want to give her time to introduce all of that to you guys. And I'm very honored to have her today. So honored to have her here with me today. So welcome, Alicia, and thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Wow. What else is there to say? That was a beautiful intro. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, gosh, let's see. What did you leave out that I could add color to? I I think... um, (laughs) A lot. Well, going with the intuition thing is huge. I've The more I've tapped into that and really paid attention to it and honored it, the more I find my life is just expanding and becoming more vibrant and more enjoyable. Um, I'm also a mom, which uh, my daughter is homesick from school today, so you all may get to hear Mila a bit. Right now she's throwing toys around, so we'll see. And what else is there? Yeah, I, I'm uh, really my main focus right now outside of just momming and being the best version of myself that I can be is helping other business owners figure out how to actually start a business because I quickly discovered after becoming a corporate dropout that that is a lot easier said than done. So yeah, right. So that's me in a nutshell. Yes. And I just, you know, I've been listening to some of your podcasts lately and just that gut intuition is just so huge. I, that is basically my entire story. I don't know if you've caught it. You, I'm sure we both follow each other on social media. So I'm sure you know a little bit about um, my story, but you know, the one I was listening to, which I know is huge for you when things started to transform was with Jody Sacco. Did I say yes. that right? Yep. I just listened to that on my way home from North Carolina. And that was so interesting to me because I mean, she's always talking about like being open to receiving them. If you're just so mm-hmm. closed off, you would never know that there are signs leading you to the life you've dreamed of and to just that peaceful that, you know, I feel like there's so much peace when you're open to it because you'll know when there's a sign, like it'll hit you. But if you don't, you know, if you're closed off and you don't know what we're talking about, then you'll never be guided that way. And I think it's just a peaceful thing to know that we are being guided and in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And actually, when I began to become open, this might surprise a lot of you with what I'm about to say, it actually coincided with when I started going to Catholic Church every Sunday. Now, this is a very 
progressive Catholic church in Chicago. Shout out to old St. Pat's. If any of you listening know it, oh my gosh, there's just no place quite like it. But it was when I started going there all the time and really tapping into my spirituality and asking God for signs. Oh my gosh, signs were everywhere. I felt like I had a direct line to the big guy. And so after that, I, I just never stopped. Right. And, you know, it took me, I was just recently writing about it. Like it took me to age really 37 to own my story. Like you followed your gut intuition and everything you've done in life and everything good that's come has come before you were ready to do it. You just went and did it. And that's always my message to people is like, do things before you're ready to do them or you'll never do them because... You know, like you have a daughter homesick. I've got four upstairs (laughs) just hanging out and I know they'll come get me if they need me. And if they do, so what, you know, I'm living my life and I, you know, we, I would never get anything done if I waited till everything was perfect because as you know, in motherhood. And I think that's one thing that we can inspire the women listeners on here that if you're home and you feel like you can't do anything because everything needs to be perfect before you do it. Don't listen to that. Just go and do what you want to do because things will never be perfect and you'll never be ready. So perfect is totally an illusion too. It's like, I see, you know, like social media is such a good example, right? Like the highlight reel. And yesterday I posted something. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah." like I, I mean, and I'm actually wearing the same outfit I was wearing in the reel (laughs) I made yesterday because I'm homesick with her. And like, I just don't care at this point, but I made one basically like my house is a mess. I'm completely unmotivated to do anything. I have gotten nothing done. The TV's babysitting her. Like, don't believe everything you see on the internet, right? Like things are not perfect. So if you wait for perfection, you'll be waiting forever. Right. So I just really, I'm just inspired by how much you follow your gut, you listen to it, and then you go after what you want. And I think that I've been watching you now for, we've been friends we met through scout and seller, you know, two and probably two and a half years ago. I mean, I've been in it and I feel like we met pretty closely in that. And, um, you know, just following, you know, both of us have just been kind of going after what we wanted. And I think I found a lot of inspiration just following you and just like listening to what you're up to. And I'm just like, well, you know, I, I, I joke about this podcast because Mike was got all this equipment and he was going to start his own podcast. Mike is my husband. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's totally cool. And then he just asked me one day, do you want to do one? And I was like, yeah, sure. I didn't really know what I was going to talk about, but you know, it really all came together. And now that I have it, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that you know, I hadn't been thinking about this all the time because it makes so much sense, you know, wing it, rise up. I've been winging everything my entire life and rising into my best and happiest self while, you know, being a mom to four, which can honestly drain you at times because, you know, someone's always needing something and it's hard to always gift yourself time to do the things you want to do. And I love it. I love it so much. And one of the things that I think we both uh, you know, have in our lives is just very, we have a very, um, you know, we were close with our grandparents and I speak highly on my grandmother coming back as my spirit guide as a blue Jay. And so that's my little, my wing. It goes with, um, it had to have a bird. It had to be, um, very, that's very spiritual for me. I grew up Catholic, but now just go to, um, a non-denominational Christian, but you're right. Like the more you ask for the signs and the more you're open to them, I I feel like I have a direct line, you know, talking to God on the regular. I don't feel like I need to be at church to be doing that. I can do that on the treadmill when I'm running. I can do it in the car. Anywhere I want, I feel 
just very in tune and in peace. And I know that you feel the same way. Do you want to talk a little bit about any of that? Oh, sure. Yeah. So actually, I'm smiling because you you're reminding me of something that my dad always used to say when I was a kid and that it's that he would go to church in his mind, you know, he didn't need to be Mm -hmm. in the building, right. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what does that mean? And now that I'm older, I'm like, yeah, I mean, truly, it can be you can have a spiritual spirit experience, like in your backyard, right out in nature like on a meditation pillow, laying in your bed, like it doesn't have to be this like big grandiose production or, you know, and I think going to church is great if that jives with you, but like taking the pressure off and the expectations off, like you can be, what's the one um, saying in the Bible? It's like wherever two or more are gathered in my name, like I am there or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Typical Catholic. We can't quote scripture very well. (laughs) But we know what we're talking about. But, you know, I think for me growing up Catholic, I felt just that pressure that if I didn't go every Sunday, I had all that guilt. And I think for me personally, just as somebody that, you know, I am hard on myself. Like I am a, you know, um, not a perfectionist, but like a go-getter, like I want to get things done. And I think that once I kind of released myself from that and I was able to have like the spirituality anywhere, it's been next level. I, it's just, for me, it's, I talk about it a lot. Like I love running to some of the, um, Christian songs I have like on the treadmill. I just feel like it's how, I mean, you know, I love exercise. I know it's not everybody's jam, but like when my heart's, you know, beating so fast, I'm extremely grateful for this life. And that just really brings me um, just back to really who I am. It opens my mind, opens my heart. And I mean, I love listening to it in the car. I love worship and praising when I'm driving the kids around through the car wash, (laughs) whatever we do on our homeschooling days. But, you know, I am really, really grateful that I was open to receiving those signs when they came because I could have easily missed that blue Jay sign, you know, they're around I see them now all the time. So, but originally like I was like, man, that blue Jay is really hanging around here for a while. And I didn't think anything of it until it was like that moment where you were like, I know if I would see this right now, it would be her, you know, and then it, and it, and it hasn't let me down. And so I really wanted to, you know, she would always say to me, like, I just want you to be happy growing up and, you know, as a teenager, you know, like you're emotional and they just want you to be happy. You know how grandparents are like, why aren't you just be happy? Keep it simple. And I couldn't understand it because I was just like, you know, you're processing lots of things, but you know, now that I have given myself like this voice and I've just tuned into who I am, like, I'm like, I get it now, Graham. I get it. Like, I'm so happy now because I've leaned into the things that make me me, um, that I'm passionate about, you know, that I feel like I'm living a life of purpose and I'm using my gifts wisely. It's like, I get it. And so, yeah, so it's super, it's super great. But I want you to talk a little bit about what you did because you made like such a big pivot when I you know, tell people about you. I'm like, she literally quit her amazing job at Google. And now you're just doing all of these amazing things. And I think you need to talk about that because in case my listeners haven't been to the corporate dropout podcast yet, um, they should go and listen to your inspiring story. So why don't you tell them a little bit about that? Oh man. I mean, to, to date, it's still, I would say, one of the scariest things I've done because, you know, money is not everything, but it's up there with oxygen, right? As uh, Rita Davenport says. So, you know, I'm in this job where 
given the, the territory I had and everything, I probably would have made close to a half a million dollars last year. And I walked away because I knew that if I stayed in it, yeah, maybe I'll be making money hand over fist, but I will be miserable. I will remain chronically depressed. I will have debilitating Sunday scaries and anxiety and, you know, wasn't worth it. So I'm like, I know there's got to be another way. And I'll give you the Cliff's Notes version for those who have not heard the full plane story. You can go and listen to episode seven of The Corporate Dropout. But essentially, (laughs) I met this woman, Jody, who I was just texting with before this interview, actually. And she was my sign on a plane that it was time to quit my job. And so the next day I gave notice. And, you know, the timing, like going back to feeling ready before you do something, you're never going to feel ready. Just like the timing is never going to be good to walk away from a significant income. But if you believe in yourself and you know that you're scrappy and smart and you have confidence in the fact that you can make things happen and see things through no matter what, and be willing to, you know, take the ups and downs. Like no one goes into entrepreneurship thinking it's going to be like puppies and ice cream and rainbows. Like, no, there are a lot of like big, big dips and down moments, but I just knew like, I, I have to do it for my mental health, for my sanity. And because I just know that like my soul's purpose is not to sell cloud infrastructure. I was so grateful for that opportunity. Like still when I look back, I'm like, how did I get hired at Google? Because I referred so many amazing people in there. None of them even got a call, right? Let alone like making it to the final round or getting hired. So I still am so, so, so grateful for the opportunity. But at the end of the day, it's like, this is not why God put me on the earth. And it's time I start using his gifts that he, like the gifts that he gave me and bestowed me with for my calling and purpose. And I I think that that can be kind of hard to narrow in on, but the more you do and the more you experience, the clearer it becomes. And so, yeah, I quit, started a podcast, began coaching, um, made another pivot, left the network marketing company Lindsay and I met in to go do something else that's more health and wellness oriented. And yeah, just loving life. (laughs) I just feel like that's so interesting because like you said, like you were just going to be depressed and just have those Sunday scaries and all of those things that people find just like normal and they accept. And I know that not everyone is going to be entrepreneur, go-getter like you or I, or really anyone. I mean, I was, I was home with the kids, but I am grateful for the step into network marketing, which I know you talk a lot about is a great um, you say a great vehicle. I've heard it twice and you, you know, to getting into entrepreneurship, just to see that you can believe in yourself. It's almost like, you know, stepping into your confidence or your power because you kind of have to push yourself a little bit, but I think it's just interesting. And I always talk about this a lot in purpose and passion and doing what lights you up. Like I love everything I get to do. I love Monday morning where I can lay out things for the week, get organized. Well, maybe not as organized as you, but I do what I can. And I think that those are the happiest people that you see are the people that are gifting themselves that chance and going after what they want in life. And I love that you said that because I, what you're doing, you you feel alive, you feel purposeful, you're using your gifts. And that is exactly where it's at. I mean, I, yeah, go ahead. No, you go. You finish the thought. (laughs) It's okay. Piper just walked in. Not going to lie. But, you know, I think that's where you feel most alive. I talk about it all the time. You know, 
you're rising up in your best self, you're using what God gave you. And how can you not feel alive every single day? I'm excited, literally every single day. And I started to see opportunity everywhere, where if I hadn't gifted myself this chance or stepped into this position, I may not see those opportunities. Just like keeping your your mind open to the signs, you have to kind of start pivoting and going after the things. um, So you can start seeing things a little bit differently. Absolutely. And you know, one thing I I just want to call out, yes, the name of my podcast is The Corporate Dropout. And I am all about that entrepreneurship life. But I will say, you know, I was very happy for a long time being an employee. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being an employee. So if you're listening to this, and you're like, Oh, I have to, you know, quit my job and go start a business to be fulfilled. (laughs) Not necessarily, but I I really think it depends on wiring too. So for anyone who's familiar with the Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram eight, I've got a lot of Enneagram three tendencies as well. But I know I'm an eight because my biggest fear is being controlled. I cannot stand to answer to other people, to have people tell me what to do. Like, I cannot do it. That is why at the end of the day, like, would I have ever made it to 65 being an employee held to the naw, right? So that's part of why it works. So I think a lot of it is like, like your wiring and what just absolutely sets you off and is a deal breaker for you. Totally. I mean, and I think for me, I'm a two, but I have a lot of the heart triad. Like, I really, really have this purpose, like where I want to help people and I want everything that I do to come from my heart. And, you know, and I think that that makes me, you know, what I do, I just love helping others. Like I want everyone to like rise up and live their best life. And you're right. It's going to come down to the people that feel like they need to jump out of that role and be their own boss, or even just like jumping in is like an extra thing you talk about all the time, like the, the different stream, like the, like the streams of income and having multiple of them. So even if somebody wanted to stay in their job, but they wanted to have like lean into their creative side or, you know, I always talk about Instagram and getting into that. I started to love being creative and showing fashion. And I am grateful for scout and seller because it kind of made me like, need like kind of lean into, you know, showing up as Lindsay Hamlin in a different way. And I don't want to just go on there and post about wine. Like I want to go out there, post about fitness and fashion and fun and be me and like pull that creative side out. And I think that that was great for me. So it could be great for somebody else as well. You always talk about how network marketing is great for multiple things. Doesn't have to be your main business. You know, I think everyone should be in network marketing and you're, you know what, even if you don't think you are, you are already, you're just not getting paid. I mean, if you have ever (laughs) recommended a restaurant to someone or shared about clothing you love, like, okay, I'm going to plug them right now. I don't make a nickel off this, but I'm going to tell you all about it. The Vori joggers. I have sold more Vori joggers, even though I make nothing off of that, because I think they were the best pants in the entire world. And I lived in them all through COVID and still now, but like that right there, that is network marketing. So, you know, yeah. Are there some scammy companies out there? Not really anymore. I think they've all been shut down or they've had to change their business models like LuLaRoe, LuLaRich, whatever. But like typically... You, you're not holding any inventory. You're just sharing a link and sharing products you love. Like, why wouldn't you get paid for that? You're already doing it. 
Right. That's so funny that you said that because I know um, Jennifer Jones posts about a lot. She's like, I've sold so many Pelotons. And I'm like, oh my God, I have too. I've right. sold so many Pelotons and they're not paying us. And we're just like every day, like, look at our class, look at this. And like, we're all doing it. And that is just so funny. But, you know, I just think it's a great way to tap into your creative side, kind of lean into your, you know, who you are and that personal development. You know, a lot of companies offer that. And a lot of times you're getting that like within the people like, you know, like I, like I met you, you've inspired me and it's just, we all kind of get to know each other and start listening to each other. And that is next level for your mindset. So I couldn't agree more. And I, I feel like honestly, that's why like (laughs) network marketing can be the gateway drug into entrepreneurship for so many people. Mm -hmm. so this company I just founded and launched, it's been three weeks ago now. It's called Thea Collective, and it's uh, named after the Greek goddess of light, really to light the path for entrepreneurs. Oh, there's Mila. And and really to help people just figure out, like, how to start a business. Like, what legal entity do you need? Like, you know, what can you write off on taxes? Like, all, all that just foundational stuff, right? But let me tell you something. Since starting this, the amount of stuff that has come up that I have had to like deal with on a personal level and a head trash level has been monumental. And I'm like, thank God I've been so deep in this personal development journey for over like well over a year now, or I would be dead in the water. And so that's why I love network marketing as this, um, yeah, like the gateway drug into it, because if you're going to be successful in that, you have to get over to your, your over yourself because nothing will be harder than selling to people you know. It is so much right. easier to sell to a stranger. So if you can do that and be successful, my God, you can do anything. That's so funny that you said that. And like in, in a different way, the mindset and personal development stuff, I had just recently talked about in my last couple episodes because we were going through a little bit of a health scare with our daughter. So deepening my faith, strengthening my mindset, I would have been absolutely toast without both of those. So thank God I had to, you know, it's like, not that I was like suffering home with four kids and going through all those things, but you kind of don't even realize that you could be stronger in your mindset. You could have a, you know, better personal development. You could have a stronger faith. You don't even realize those things until you kind of get pushed into them. And you're like, wow, (laughs) you know, I'm doing so much better now that I've pushed myself into this. And yeah, I just, I'm just grateful for it. So again, you know, we, we always talk about network marketing, going after the things that you want in life and it'll just, I feel like just brighten who you are and brighten your day and just excite you for what might come down, you know, the pipeline. And I love podcasting for the same reason. I get to talk to amazing people and bring inspiring stories and different perspectives to everybody's life. I think yeah. it's super, it's super cool. And for me too, yeah. you know, and, and this probably plays into you being an Enneagram too. I mean, one of my big things too, I, I want to serve, I want to help. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I have to say, like, I think the most rewarding thing about having a business, you know, doing network marketing, helping other people come up after you, podcasting and sharing inspirational messages, it's hearing from people how it's helping them and like, helping change their life. Right. It's like to have that impact, which I think is hard to do if you are just punching a clock, depending on what you're doing, of course. But yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I know that that's kind of how a lot of like you and I started to get talking back and forth was just sharing from our stories and being like, Oh my God, I love that inspirational message. I love, Oh my God, I love that share. Like I 
really like showing up in my stories because I like that conversation, that connection with people. And I love talking to them. And that's just like building a rapport with people. It's just opening up your network and communications. And I love that we can do all of that for free from social media. People yeah. downplay that all the time. I'm like, I get it. It can be hard for some people to show up there. It can be, like you said, a highlight reel. It can make you feel, you know, comparisons, things like that. But if you have a purpose on there, like I feel, I don't feel drained when I go on there because I feel inspired by the people that I follow, the people that I want to connect with. And knowing that I serve a purpose, like when I hear somebody say, oh my gosh, thank you so much for all your motivational messages and showing up, like it changes me every single week and every single day I look forward to what you post. So I'm like that for me, you know, and that's also my love language, words of affirmation. So when someone gives me a compliment, (laughs) like, I mean, you know, that's all I need. Like that makes me feel so good and so purposeful in this life. Um, one of the people I was actually thinking about this because I was listening to an Ed Milet podcast on the way home. And I was thinking about, you know, you talked a lot about like atomic habits and things like that. And so I wanted to ask you, you know, how you show up on the days you really don't feel like it because Ed Milet talks about all the time. And it's like, what do mm-hmm. those are the people that show up um, on the days they really don't feel like it are the ones that are, you know, successful. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a really good point. Because I and actually, there's an audio of his that was going viral. And it's like, people ask me how I stay motivated. Like, that's not it. Like, no, you're not always going to be motivated. And you have to do it anyway. Um, Yes. So I love that. Okay, so I I guess I'll take like yesterday and today as examples. So we're on day two of Mila being homesick. I'm a little under the weather too. Like not bad, but just not feeling 100%. I've also been going like really, really hard. And I think this is my body's way of being like, girlfriend, you need to take a rest. So I'm like, (laughs) what can I do to like show up without going like all out? And so yesterday it's like, okay, what is something I hear all the time? People tell me all the time, I don't know how you balance all this different stuff. To be honest, sometimes I don't either, but I'm like, let me show people a peek behind the curtain of my house looking destroyed, me looking unshowered and nasty, and the TV babysitting my daughter. That's showing up because I don't want people to ever think that like I'm living in an ivory tower and like my life is so easy and great. It's not. Okay. Or we'll use today as an example. And I'm, I'm giving these specific examples because Instagram is really the vehicle in which I drive like my whole business and like where I connect with people. So Mm -hmm. maybe showing up looks a little bit different for other people listening, but I have committed to doing a reel a day because it's more than doubled my following. It's how I engage. Like, I just love it. So today I'm like, all right, still not showered in the same outfit as yesterday. Need to post something. And the stuff I have batched doesn't really, I'm not vibing it today. So what do I do? made a real like here is my favorite protein shake in the entire world and the recipe of how I make it and that was it so it's like you just find a way like I mean I don't know if you're releasing video of this I certainly hope not but like I look not the best a lot of people are like I can't do reels unless my makeup is done and unless I just got a blowout and have a amazing outfit it's like no people can't relate to that just show up anyway people are going to trust you more it's the like no trust People don't like, know, or trust people who look perfect all the time because it looks like True. BS. True. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. It's a great point. I know, I know I need to do more reels. I'm definitely inconsistent with that. And so I guess I just got inspired to maybe start doing a reel a day. <laughs> I actually did try that. 
I did try that in February, but uh, you know, like I said to all my listeners know that like, not that the, it was just a health scare that was just kind of crippled me a little bit, just paralyzed me for a few days. And so it kind of got me a little off course, but I'll get back to it. But you know, it's true, you know, showing up and you know, people trusting you, that is really huge. And I've noticed that a lot in people trusting me in the fitness world and, you know, okay, Lindsay, you know, can sip wine and she's, you know, you know, she's still showing up that she shows up in her workouts. She's consistent and that, you know, that brings trust. And I think a lot of people feel that people should just trust them. Like they can just post about a sale and pray. And I'm like, you can't, you have to be consistent. You need to show up even on the days you don't feel like it, you need to show up. And, uh, and I think that's, how you're successful. It's not like I'm not always motivated to go down to the gym. I mean, let's be honest. Like I love exercise and I know why I need it mentally. It's like my like sanity saver, but I'm not always like, Oh, I cannot wait to go down there and run or get on that bike. And you know what it's like, the bike can be, <laughs> the bike can be a little daunting for me. It's difficult, but you know, I know that I need it. I know that I'll feel better after doing so. And so it's just that like discipline takes over knowing that I need to show up that consistency and, and, you know, those are the most successful people. And I know we both love Ed Milet. So that's why I brought that up because yeah, love, it was love like, him. love, love, love him. I know. I, so I listened to actually another one of yours on my way down to North Carolina with um, Keisha Fitzgerald. And it's interesting because she was talking about like that imperfect action too, like just in like the signs and feeling like you're out of alignment something's not right. And then just going after what you want like a little bit before you're ready. I mean, that is my message. And, you know, driving that home to people is that, you know, you're never going to feel ready, go after what you want, just get started. And she's actually talked a lot about too, being super honest with, you know, uh, you know, your podcast or whoever you're talking to, just saying what's going on. Like you're like, Mila's homesick. And I'm like, Piper walked in, like, this is normal life. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. I'm never going to get, you know, we're never going to get our kids to just sit down for an hour, never interrupt us or whatever. You just kind of have to show up and, you know, take that imperfect action. And, you know, one, one of the things Keisha talked about in that interview and that really, you know, resonated with me a lot too, just from my own personal experience is I think a lot of the time people don't, do the thing, whatever the thing is, because they're mm-hmm. like, well, who am I to do that? I don't know right. if I even want to call it imposter syndrome, because imposter seems like you don't have business being there, or like you're a fraud. Like, no, you have business being wherever it is that you want to be. <laughs> but so many of us are like, oh, you know, p- podcasting is for those types of people. I felt that way. I'm like, who the hell am I to have a podcast? Right. I, I feel that way often, but I'm like, I am doing it. <laughs> so Totally. Or like, I'll even, I mean, this is, this maybe sounds silly, but even like, you know, the first times that I would talk on my stories and like talk into the camera, I'm like, oh my God, like, who am I to do this? I'm not an influencer. It's like, no, like you, whatever it is that you're wanting to do or feeling called to do, or you know that like your life will be better if you just do the thing, just do it. If there are people who are like, oh, who does she think she is? Those aren't your people. So yeah. And I literally have to stop myself in my tracks mindset wise. When I start to tell myself those things, you're like, no, you show up, you do, you do the work and you show up for yourself and you go after what you want. And reminding myself that all those people that are influencers are just like you or I or anyone else that got started and are just building their network, building their communications. And you can influence at any level. It doesn't even have to be 
then you're a million dollar or a million dollar or have a million followers or things like that. You can influence um, your network. You know, I I feel like I have to share this story real quick on the note of influencers. And you've probably seen this too. I'm going to go back to the network marketing thing for a minute, but really this applies to anything. I would have so many people and still do now as I'm approaching people to join me in business, they'll say to me, well, I couldn't be successful because I don't have a big following on social. That is Mm -hmm. such a crock. So the story I want to share with you, I had this like, I jokingly called them like the model squad. It was um, at the company that we were in together, this like team of influencers that joined on my downline. They had anywhere ranging from like 20,000 on the low end to like 150,000 on the high end followers each. And you know, what was so interesting. They could not sell a bottle of wine to save their lives. I mean, they would struggle to, to sell anything. Meanwhile, I got to give a girl to, uh, a shout out to my girl, Jessie. She had 1,500 followers at the time. Now she's not even on social. She got over it, which good for her. She would right. consistently be in the highest sales of my entire team. And I had a big team. So right. my point is, it's like, it does not matter. Like followers is such a vanity metric. And I mean, I think like we all kind of fall into that, right? Like it's right. nice to see, but really right. like that's not what is going to do it. It's how engages your audience with you? How much do they relate to you? Going back to the like, no trust, right? Like, right. like Jesse shared good, bad and ugly. So people really liked and trusted her and felt like they knew her. And so they were buying from her. Whereas people who just post like, you know, whatever from a photo shoot or always, you know, doing sponsored ads, like people don't buy it. So if right. you are listening to this, you have a small following and you think that's going to impede your success. Absolutely not. Right. Totally agree. That's a great story. And it's a great point too, because so many fall into that thinking like, Oh my gosh, well, she's only at like 1500 and so-and-so is at like 30,000, like whatever you show up, you show out. I enjoy what I do. I don't care really where I'm at. I mean, I think it's great. And I think we do fall into like, I would love to grow and I steadily do. And I know I will more when I do my consistent <laughs> But, you know, you know, it's just one of those comparison things, too. And, you know, everybody wants to be a huge influencer or have a huge following. But I think it's right. It's back to your network. And I really like having the people that I communicate with and that, that, you know, that trust me and that want to follow me and just enjoying that the communications that I have with the people that really want to be there. So I'm not going to go paying for a bunch of followers that aren't going to engage with me and just troll, you know. And I actually know someone who bought, um, it's probably like 16,000 followers, something like that. Maybe some of that was organic growth. We'll just call it 15,000 for round numbers. <laughs> and now I look at uh, the amount of like reels plays that she has. I've got, I'm coming up on 4,000, but I mean, she's got consistently fewer plays of each reel than I do. And it's like, you bought all these followers, they're not engaging with your stuff at all. And now you just tanked your engagement. So Instagram thinks your stuff is not relevant or funny or whatever. And it's going to show you less like, uh, for the love of God, if you're listening to this, do not buy followers. It's just, not Oh my gosh, it. that is such a good point. And I'm so glad that we brought that up because you don't want that. You want that engagement and you want to build that rapport and have that communications and the networking, just build it on your own. Just, yeah. you want to have the people that want to show up for you. That's such yeah. a great point. And, you, and um, you're going to care a lot more about the things that you actually spend time building, right? Like if it's easy, you don't value it. Right. Yeah, it's so true. So tell me something about what brings you joy in your day that 
isn't business related. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you love to do outside of helping others, serving others, you know, serving the people that you're helping in your business? Mm-hmm. You're like, definitely neither of those. I, I actually, I like cooking, but the cleanup just kills me. And I hate having to figure out what to cook. Like yeah, I feel if that. someone could just say like, I probably need to do like a sun basket subscription or something like that again. Mm-hmm. Like, here's what you're right. cooking. Here's how to do it. Here's all the ingredients that you didn't have to shop for. I, amazing. I love that. But otherwise, no. Okay. So, <laughs> so what brings me joy? Okay. So I would say one of the things I most look forward to in the morning, um, I'm off of coffee now. I switched over to tea and the Arbon Energy Fizz, which I just love. So I would say my tizzy is one of the things I most look forward to in the morning. And right up there, I, I make it a habit, a commitment to get down to the beach once a week to just put my feet in the sand. And I'm like, if you can't tell just from listening to me, my entire birth chart is fire signs. Like, I don't think I have a single earth sign in there. So I really need to like get into nature to ground because I'm not going to ground when it's just me. You know what I'm saying? Lots of fire. (laughs) I am actually super, super jealous that you said that because I am a beach girl through and through, but I live in just South Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So I'm not walking down to any beaches. But yeah, I want to hard. But that would bring me a lot of joy too. And like and grass, I think for me, nature yes. for like any of that is amazing. For me, I love going outside and making a glass of tea and listening for my blue jays. They always come mm. to me. And that just serves me such peace and inspiration and just, you know, and honestly joy. Like I love nature. We have a great backyard though, so I'm really looking forward to spring that's here, but it needs to warm up a little bit and then we'll open our pool and that'll, you know, bring me all the joy till I can get to the beach. But one of the um stories I remember remember you posting about from the beach was about driftwood. Oh, and yeah. I heard it on one of the songs today. I thought of you. So you were branding yourself with that driftwood. <laughs> wow. Or I'm just, I can remember things. I'm just a remember. And, um, yeah. And so do you want to talk a little bit about that sign that you got with the driftwood? Yeah. I thought it was really beautiful. And since I thought of it and you mentioned the beach, I thought, well, why don't we talk about that? Yes, I would love to. Okay. So this is a, a term. I don't know if she coined it, but where I heard about it was Gabby Bernstein. Basically, if you, and, and it could, it doesn't have to be literal driftwood. Like if you don't live by the beach, you're going to be like, how the heck am I going to see driftwood? Right. But basically it's just things in terms of like signs that show you that you are approaching the thing that you've prayed for, that it's already done and it's on its way to you. And so, um, I, I think where the term comes from is if you were like, you know, marooned on a ship or whatever the term would be for that, like lost at sea and you saw driftwood, it'd be a great sign because it means you're getting closer to shore. And so um, I was at the beach a few months back and this beach that I go to, it's in San Clemente. It's like 10 minutes from my home, which, you know, I've got a lot of uh, beef with the state of California, but that is one great thing. I live (laughs) close to a beautiful beach. Anyway, I'm sitting there. This beach does not have a lot of like wood or stuff that washes up. And I go to fold up my chair after I I've been, you know, just sitting with my feet in the sand and right next to the chair is a piece of driftwood. And I was like, oh my God, message received, you know? And then I went back a week later and again, the same thing. And I was with a friend that day who needed it. And I was like, I feel like this one's for you. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, look for the driftwood in your life. If you're not by the beach, like maybe it's something like, 
the person in the line ahead of you at Starbucks or Chick-fil-A or wherever it is that you like to go through a drive-thru, like paying for your meal, right? Like just little things like that, that show you that things are working out for you and they are always working out for you. It just may not feel like more things are happening for you, not to you. If you are open to receiving them like that. And I feel like I, I really believe that everything in our lives are a blessing and an opportunity. If we, you know, wish to look at that, it that way. And, um, you know, I don't know. I just, I just love stories like that. I love listening to the signs. I think I posted something about it today. Like if, you know, just you got to believe that you are whatever it is you desire, you can have it. And like, it will be yours. Like you just have to believe it. I feel like so many people are closed off and, And I, and for me, the more I got in tune and like in peace with myself and with who I am and leaned into that, I feel like I see a lot more peace around me. I don't feel like, you know, not that like you feel a ton of aggression, you know, in life, but you can see people around you that are just so not at peace. Yeah. And, you know, as a heart triad person that kills me, (laughs) I'm like, Oh gosh, don't be like that. You know, you just have to find your purpose and your passion. And I know that's difficult for people to, you know, instantly be like, well, how do I find it? You know, but I, I always talk about how you kind of have to just like lean into like what excites you. And I remember just being in Nashville, writing down, you know, we were at a conference and I didn't have my kids with me. So I can do a lot of thinking when I'm not (laughs) surrounded by chaos. But I just started to write down little things like fitness, fashion, fun. Like, how can I like, and this is like way before Scout and Cellar, but I literally put my Scout and Cellar order in like that day at dinner that night, I found it. And so it was just very, you know, just, I just think it means so much when people can lean into those things that make them them, they will start seeing that there's a lot more peace around them. Um, and a lot more abundance and a lot more prosperity. The one of the books I re- I read right before I found out Robin was going to be at the conference was Open Your Mind to Prosperity. And I was like, Mike, I don't read. And like, this is not an easy read. Like it was, you know, it's not like a chapter book where you're getting like super into a story. It's just a lot of stories. And, and I just was like, I'm going to read this. I'm going to finish it. And because I just kind of gave myself a, a goal being here at home and And as soon as I finished it, I mean, the signs, the abundance, the opportunity were everywhere. And I just couldn't even believe it. It's so wild how that will always happen too. I, so I, I started too many things at once. And so I fell off doing, um, 28 days of the magic. It's one of the books from the secret. Uh It was interesting while I was doing that. So like I joined a new network marketing Mm -hmm. company and in three weeks I did more sales than, I mean, it was nuts. Yeah, you were moving. I did 8,000 in personal volume. Like that was more than I ever did at any other company. And, you know, even when I'd been um, highly successful and I was like, okay, this isn't just in like a coincidence. I don't believe in that. It's like me being so in alignment, knowing that I have something that's like, helping people, getting them healthy that I'm excited about. And like, I'm doing this inner work of like reading the magic and now look at what's happening. So yeah, I think the more that you can dive into things like that and those practices, you're just going to magnetize and reap the benefit. Right. I totally believe in that too. (sighs) I just love talking about this stuff. Can you tell? I wrote down that book. I'm going to order it. (laughs) 
Yeah, that and I and I actually yeah. started reading The Secret. I mean, that's an oldie but a goodie, but it's it's like, it. that might be a great place to start for anyone listening to this that's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm intrigued. Like, keep it really basic at, at the oh start. I remember reading that even like years ago and thinking, this is so true. This like law of attraction, the secret, like we, you know what I mean? Like we have it all within us. We just have to really ask for it and like lean into those things. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Yeah. So I'm going to have to try some of these tizzy things that you're talking about because I love tea. I mean, I drink tea. I drink tea every morning. I'm a very, I don't drink coffee, but I mean, I'll have the occasional espresso, but I don't go, you know, I'm a tea drinker, but I'm going to have to try this. But I do believe in like the giving yourself that time in the morning, giving yourself the things that bring you joy. I think a lot of people too are, um, like afraid to give them things that are joyful. And I'm like, why start your morning off? Right. Like I love starting my morning off with exercise, having my tea, reading my devotionals, you know, creature of habit and developing good habits. It's not going to happen right away. I mean, you're going to have to give yourself a few days to get into it, but I know you talked about miracle morning a lot. And I, you talked about it in one of the episodes and I'm, Oh, it was with Jody. And I'm, and I'm glad that you brought that up on that episode about how, having, you know, Mila, it's difficult for people to stay on schedule. So do things that you actually feel like you can stay consistent with. Don't go like, you know, I always try to tell people don't, you don't have to go and exercise for like two hours a day. I mean, I don't even do that. Like you can go for like (laughs) 10 minutes, just do little things, just give your little yourself little things to get into the habit of it instead of, you know, so, I mean, I love the miracle morning. I think that was awesome what you were doing and how that was helping you. But then you had to be real with yourself. You're like, I have a daughter whose sleep schedule is all over the place. And that is just not going to work with what I've got going on. (laughs) Actually, I'm about to publish an article to Medium later this week. I finished writing it. I'm just reading it one more time with fresh eyes um, before I hit submit. It's about the morning habits of successful people. And I acknowledge the fact the miracle morning worked amazing for me. Until my three-year-old began climbing out of the crib and transitioned into a big girl bed. And now if we get to school on time, it's a miracle. That's my new version of the miracle morning. (laughs) But like, you know what? Now my morning routine, it's like I lay in bed with her more often than not because usually she finds her way in there at some point. And I like, and I, I don't mean to sound trite. I truly will just lay there feeling grateful to have a healthy child that I prayed for in my arms, she's not going to be little for very long and just enjoying that. And then making sure that I know what my day looks like. Like, do I have an early meeting? I forgot about like, know what your day is the night before. Don't book anything too early. Visualize how you want your day to go while you're laying there mentally do the gratitude. If you can't actually write it, like let that be your morning routine. If that's the season you're in and then get back to the, the 5am club miracle morning when it permits. Right. But like, if you can't do that right now, don't beat yourself up. It's all good. It's going to be there. You got to give yourself grace in every season that you're in. And I think that whatever you can do to start your day or even just having habits once you're up that are good for you and bring you joy do those. And I think one of the best things that I love about you is that you just keep it real with people. You tell them what's up. You're like, I started this. All right. Now Mila's not sleeping great. So now we're going to pivot into this. And you talk so much about reframing your mind. And I feel Mm -hmm. like I have to do that all of the time. You know, people are like, well, how are you just always staying so positive? I'm like, okay, well, if I'm like struggling to get six people's laundry done, 
I just reframe it. You know, I'm just like, okay, I'm grateful. I have this beautiful home. I've got four healthy children. They have clothes to keep them warm. And I just mind reframe all day long so that I'm not downward spiraling into a complaint (laughs) trap, you know, because I just think it's important for all of us to stay just like intentional. And it's not always easy. I'm not like, you know, I get on autopilot sometimes around the house, like cleaning and doing the you know, mundane tasks, but I do try to stay intentional when I start to pivot into a spiral of this is driving me crazy. (laughs) Oh yeah. And even like, okay, this is going to sound ridiculous, but my, um, and and maybe annoying to some people, my husband, uh, a, a week or two ago, he had to travel for work to Hawaii and he got stuck in Phoenix because they had major delays and then it was just canceled because of maintenance issues. And he was like super annoyed. And I said to him, you know what? You didn't get on that plane. It didn't work out because either you or someone else was not meant to be on it. And something would have happened if you got there. Like, I know that that happened for someone. I don't know if it was for you or for someone else, but like, you know what? It's an inconvenience. Like, just be grateful, you know? And so like, really, if you can reframe anything that happens to you as it's happening for me, redirect or what is it? Rejection is redirection. Know that it's happening because it's meant to direct you to something better. Your life just becomes a lot easier and a lot more pleasant if you think that way. I mean, maybe it's delusional, but if it makes you happier, who cares? (laughs) Amen. I actually was thinking about that the other day. I was like, am I really just like reframing my mind? And I'm just like this positive. Am am I actually delusional that life can be this peaceful and easy? Because, you know, (laughs) I, and I ran it, you know, I got to see a college friend down in um, North Carolina when I was down there. And I was like, I know it's like bizarre probably to hear me talk about how I started a podcast and I talk about gut intuition and following your heart and following the signs. And, and you're probably like, Lindsay's doing that, you know, but you know, it's okay. I grew, I changed, you know, I've, I mean, I was always positive, happy, had tons of energy. I've always been like this, but I'm just at a more peaceful state. And yeah, like you said, if it makes me feel like maybe I am crazy, I don't know, whatever. It's working for me and I'm peaceful. Hey, so it's the, it's the good, it's the best kind of crazy though. Right. Like, I mean, I'll right. take it all day. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love that. I got to ask you something too. So we've mm-hmm. talked about intuition, but I haven't asked this question yet. Do you know what your human design is? No, Ooh, I mean, okay. I need to know. All It'd right. So for anyone listening, Go to, there's a few places you could do it. I'd probably go to my human design, just Google it by Jenna Zoe. It's going to ask you where you're born, what time and, um, what day. And from there, it's going to tell you what your human design is. So most of the population, I think about half, don't quote me on that, but somewhere in that ballpark are generators. I'm a generator or like the battery for the planet. When we are in alignment and doing what lights us up, we produce so much energy that other people feed off of it, right? On the other hand, though, if we are doing something not in alignment that we don't like anymore, we're actually draining energy from the people around us. So if you are a generator, know that about yourself and see yourself out when it's no longer a fit, um, which is what I routinely do. Um, But we typically are like a sacral authority, meaning like it is our intuition that is our guide. So if you are a generator or a manifesting generator, you likely have sacral authority. And that is like, you have to listen to your gut and your intuition all the time. If you do that, you're going to have a much happier life. And when I look back on like any mistakes I've made or like things I would do differently, it's always because I ignored my intuition every single time. Right. And so that's what I'm saying. Like every time I followed my gut and did 
whatever it was telling me, it's been everything that's been great in my life. It just like, so I would probably say I'm probably in a, a um, manifest you, generator. You report back and tell us. I will report are. back. I will probably go do that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm very interested in that because I know that I feel a lot of energy too. So I know in situations where I can notice where I have been absolutely drained, where it makes me, it brings out the worst in me. Yes. And I, you know, and I think probably why high school and college were so difficult for me because I mean, I was fine. I did great. I mean, I swam in college. I was, but I think I was surrounded by a lot of things that weren't for me and that can really not bring out the best. And so now that I have accepted that I am an emotional person because I feel energy, it's okay. Yeah. I'm accepting myself. That's just who I am. And that's my superpower. And so, and that's what I love about Robin too from Peloton is that she's always like, that is your superpower. If you've been called too much, like that's your superpower. I'm like, I love her because thank God someone's finally said it, you know? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. I've been called way too much too many times, but I'm like, thank you. I received that. (laughs) I'm so glad I'm too much. I am very glad for who I am because (laughs) thank God for that, you know, because Now we get to go after what we want and um, live a life that makes us feel alive. And that's what I want for everybody. And I know we both want to serve and we both want to help. And I know that we both will continue to do that. Just keep sharing our stories, keep showing up. And yeah. So well, before we uh, part ways, because I know that you need to get back to Mila. um, She's actually napping on the couch now, if you can believe it. She did a nap strike earlier and now she fell asleep watching, um, as she calls it, Monsters Ankles instead of Monsters Inc. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Wait, when is she four? She's three now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Three and a third. So she'll be four in November. Okay. Penelope will be four in May. So... Oh man, they are. She, I mean, this is a handful age. I mean, I really, I'm thinking it's been such a blur. I feel like raising all my children because I went from one to three. So with the twins, so I'm not (laughs) sure I remember much of that at all, but I will say that three with Penelope has been, um, it's three approaching four. She's been a handful, man. She's a little boss baby. I'm like, oh, girlfriend. I kind of like it though, right? You don't want them to be a a doormat, but, uh, no, I'm like, well, you, you, you say it a lot. You're like, oh my gosh, she's just like a clone of me. And it's like, okay, I love you, but how are we going to get through our day? Yeah, I found myself apologizing to my mom a lot. Like, wow, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I know. I do that all the time. It was, yeah, I am always like, okay, mom, I'm so sorry for how I treated you during this. <laughs> I get it now. I get it. Yep, yep. Now I have three mini Lindsay's and I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going to survive these teenagers? <laughs> But anyways, I want um, everyone to follow you. So I will share all of your information in the description. But why don't you give um, everybody just like a little bit on, you know, where they should follow you, what they should go to and all of that. Yeah. All right. So if you are listening to this, you want to start a business, but you don't know where or how to begin that, I can help you with that. Or maybe you already have and you just need to turn the dial up or you know that there's like boxes that you haven't checked. So Mm -hmm. the company I founded, Thea Collective, can help you with that. The courses will start, uh, I don't know when this is being released, but we're probably going to launch and actually go live with the course towards the end of April. But the community is open now. If you have any questions, you can DM me. I am very active on the gram. Um, and you can find me at Alacia Citra with two underscores and let's see what else. Yeah. Come hang out with me over there. Listen to the corporate dropout podcast. If you're into that kind of thing and, uh, 
if you don't mind an F-bomb, you might want to check out my reels too, because I think that there will be a lot that may entertain you, but most have foul language. So just her reels are so fun. You have to go check out her reels. It's so fun. I think everyone should do reels. It's just going to make you smile. It's going to make you laugh. It's, it's great. Yeah. And just tune into your creative side. Have a little fun. Don't be afraid to have fun and bring joy into your life. And oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. And, um, just to be connected with you and, um, you know, she, you guys have to go and follow her and check out this Thea collective because she is hella organized. Like when I was like inviting her on, she's like, how do you do that? You know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have got to get it together. I'm totally winging it. I, you know, you do, you do like, you know, and I think I need to get there because I've got a lot going on. So efficiency could probably help me out. I got but, you. We'll chat. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to reach out and just thank you so much for coming on. It's a blessing to be able to talk about these subjects um, and to give this information for our listeners so that they can be inspired to rise into their best self and go after the things they want in life. So Amen. thank you so much for being here. And I am very grateful. This is great. Of course. <laughs> yes, it was fun. Thank you. Hey everyone. Thank you so much for supporting my show. I want to connect with you. I want to get to know you. Linked in the description is a link to my Facebook group or go to Facebook and search Wing It Rise Up. I want to build a community of people that want to rise up into their best selves and go after the life that they want. I would love to meet you and help you out on your journey. See you there. Thank you for tuning in to the Wing It and Rise Up podcast. Make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content. Remember,